It's kind of important, isn't it, that if you're going to start affecting and changing what you do with your voice, that you know a little bit about, as I've said before, what goes on under the bonnet, what happens under the hood, what all the different parts mean. Yeah, There's no point if your car breaks down, opening up the bonnet, having a little look and just tinkering, because you may do more harm than good. If you know how it works and what the possible problem is, you can not only correct a problem, but perhaps do a little bit of a tune-up confidently and competently. Yeah, And it's the same with your voice as well. That's why we're spending so much time at the beginning of this series of podcasts, Get a Better Broadcast Podcast and Video Voice, learning the voyage of the voice, as I've said before, from lungs to larynx to lips. And we're near the lips at the moment. And a little bit later on in our podcast series, we're going to be looking at scripts, script writing, because how you write a script means uh, affects how you're going to be reading it as well. So looking at script writing and lifting that script off a page, how you mark up a script about pauses, about projection, intonation, inflection, all sorts of things to do with the voice as the uh, the daily podcast continues. Hello, I'm Peter Stewart. Thank you for joining me in today's episode. Yesterday, we talked about the vellum, yeah, the soft palate, uh, which alters how sound produced by your larynx is diverted mainly through your mouth or, to a certain extent, a limited extent, through your nose as well. And it's the different parts of the sound, the sound that comes through your, 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 your mouth, which obviously can be manipulated rather more with, with your tongue and so on. Your, your noise and sound coming through your nose can't be manipulated hardly at all. And, and, and using those two sounds together helps create your overall sound, a much more rounded sound. I used the example a week or so ago about the bolognese sauce, didn't I? Uh, it's having the different herbs and spices together with your voice, which gives it much more depth of flavour. And that's what we're doing here with your voice, with the different resonant chambers that we're touching on. So let's spend a, a few moments talking about our nose. Because if you, okay, quick quick illustration, breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth. And you'll feel the movement that happens at the back of your throat again. Again, that's the vellum uh, swishing open and closed, the curtain swishing open and closed to divert air in through one hole, okay, two holes, and out through the other. Yeah, do that again. Breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth, and you'll feel that change at the back of your mouth, at the top of your, of your, of your throat there. Now imagine that happening with sound leaving the body. Now most of the time, that curtain is closed, so the majority of the sound, as I mentioned a moment ago, is diverted to the mouth, but occasionally it swishes open, so we can make the sounds M for mother, N for November, and the sound NG that you've got at the end of the word sing. So say, my new song, and you will hear and feel what happens 
Okay, try that for me. My new song. Now, I'm going to ask you to say that phrase again. But first of all, pinch your nose and say the phrase again. <laughs> Just a little party trick. Gives you some ideas of the parties I go to. You, you can't say it, yeah? You can't say it. We instinctively use the palate to divert air to the nose or mouth to create different sounds, depending on our culture and our dominant language. Different languages use different amounts of sound through the mouth or the nose. You, you will have heard how differently the sound of a voice is in spoken British English versus French, which is much more nasal, as we know, or even between different accents of the same language, whereas a standard British English is more oral in its sound. So I've got a, a standard British accent. Californian English, perhaps, is more nasal. Australian and New Zealand accents are generally different again. Yes, because of their articulation, which we'll come to in a few weeks' time, but also because of where the, the aired sound is being channelled to begin with. I'm Peter Stewart. Thanks so much for listening. Don't forget to tell other people as well about the podcast, Get a Better Broadcast Podcast and Video Voice, and the accompanying book, One Supports the Other. So look out for the book, in the fullness of time, which should be available as well. I'm back tomorrow with more. With more about what we knows about the nose. <laughs>